KBLA Talk 1580. Good morning and God bless. I'm Dominique DePrima. This show is called First Things First and my first thing today and every day giving Thanksgiving praises, asking for blessings from God, asking for the blessings of the ancestors and the elders and getting it going. We have a lot to talk about as always. This is kind of the pattern. Hour one, we look local. Hour two, we go national, international, and beyond. In the third hour, we do a deep dive. But let me tell you, everything is kind of topsy-turvy right now because of the election. We are sliding these candidates in where we can, uh, hoping not to run out of real estate, uh, radio real estate, to showcase people, uh, judges and, and city council candidates and supervisorial uh, contenders, et cetera, et cetera. So that said, um, it's me, you in the microphone right now being the great, great time to call 809-20-1580. We will be meeting some folks that would like to sit on the bench as judges in the second hour. Hour three, we're opening up the phone lines once again. Uh, you can talk about the folks you heard from, or we will chop it up about the many, 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 many things taking place on our national landscape and the global environment as well. I think you know the way in. If you're new, welcome. It's 800-920-1580, 800-920-1580. No matter where you are in the world, you can hit us up there. You can also um, get to us through social media, which is KBLA 1580 on every platform, KBLA 1580, and you can find me at DePrima Radio, D-I-P-R-I-M-A, and then radio. So beautiful, beautiful day yesterday. We'll have another one apparently uh, today once it warms up a bit, and then we're back to rain. It looks like we're back to rain off and on all the way through the weekend. So yeah, we're, we're not used to it, but we need it. And at the same time, it's rough because we, we are constantly hearing this conversation, which I believe we'll be talking even more about in this year of our uh, Climate is King initiative, which is that the groundwater, the, the water that seeps in at the deepest levels, uh, you know, of the top layers of the earth is being depleted, uh, constant pumping by farmers and other um, industrial uses without any regulation or uh, payment necessary and, and lots of dry years taken together has reduced the groundwater. And so when we get rain, it fills up the reservoirs and uh, hopefully dampens the soil without too many landslides so that it has a lot of uh, positive impact, but it doesn't automatically fix everything. So the tendency for those of us who are not in love with the rain, and I'm from the Bay Area, so that's kind of sad because I grew up with a lot of it. We think, oh, well, it's raining, so all must be well. Now I don't have to conserve water. I don't have to worry about it. But the fact is, what it does do is fill up the reservoirs, which is a good thing. What it doesn't do automatically is replenish the groundwater. That would take a lot of rain over a long period of time and probably some conservation measures. Just saying that so you don't say, oh, you know, let me waste water. It's raining. Um, and also, you know, turn off your, your sprinklers or whatever it is that you can do to save water because uh, it's coming out of the sky, something we rarely see in SoCal. Although who knows with the uh, climate crisis, 
so many things are changing, you you just don't know. Um, I, I, for those of you who missed uh, the conversation with Dermot Givens, the attorney uh, for uh, representing uh, Black Lives Matter director Melina Abdullah and Black Lives Matter uh, grassroots, I should say, and um, you know that that situation around her being swatted, repeatedly swatted by LAPD. I would suggest you listen to the podcast. It's available on our app at KVLA 1580. It is also available wherever you get your podcast for free, and it's still up on our website. Uh, and of course, YouTube as well, so, which was where we are streaming right now, youtube.com, then you put KBLA 1580. Unbelievable. I mean, I was talking to this man about what happened to him. His house was raided by LAPD, his townhouse. They had a warrant. They haven't showed him yet. It says Tyler on it, and I'm thinking the South African singer. Um, there's no, he didn't get a last name. He didn't get a copy of the warrant. Maybe he has it by now because the judge ordered um, the uh, officers to turn over that warrant as well as um, turn over everything they took or photographed inside the house. And among the things uh, Attorney Givens said he caught officers photographing were his files. On the anti-swat on the swatting case, uh, um, where Dr. Melina Abdullah is suing the LAPD repeatedly, they've swatted her home, surrounded her um, home with, you know, people wielding guns, SWAT team members um, pointed guns at her and her kids, and so it, just the irony of it. I don't know if it really sunk in for you the fact that the lawyer <laughs> is trying to get accountability from the LAPD for swatting Dr. Melina Abdullah, the leader of BLM Grassroots Home, has now been swatted. Well, technically it's not swatting because they had a warrant. So swatting is supposedly when some anonymous person, and I put anonymous in air quotes because really, like if you look at the pattern of swatting, which has become a big thing, remember Judge Chetkin and all these other people being swatted, it's become a weapon of the disgruntled conservatives, but um, it could, you know, it could happen to anyone in real life. Someone calls and says there's an emergency at your home. SWAT team could come. It just seems there's just no way that can be a coincidence. You're you're the guy that's trying to hold the LAPD accountable for SWATing incidents against Dr. Melina Abdullah, to which. They claim to have been called in by a teenager, but there's been no show, uh, no showing of receipts or proof of that or any name. Um, and, and yet here you come doing the same thing to the lawyer. How could that be a coincidence? That would be, that would make you and me coincidence theorists if we believe that, because it's just, I don't know what the, the odds are if it was actually um, unplanned, but I know they must be in the million to one range um, and that they came in, you know, came into this guy's house. He, he, he's an attorney. He heard them coming. So he looked out and opened the door, saw a battering ram. I mean, just terrifying. Right. And that is the stuff that really, you know, harkens back to the things we hear about in Central America and places, you know, so places like Guatemala, where it's, you know, 
police and they're coming after the activists, they're coming after the environmentalists, they're coming after uh, the progressives. Even if this was some little faction or some little whatever, uh, you know, it's just hard for me to say error because it really doesn't seem like an error. Even if it was a, a thing that, you know, shouldn't be as big as it is, where's the transparency surrounding what actually happened, right? Um, where's the apology for intimidating and harassing someone who has dedicated their life to holding the police accountable? Just incredible. And this this attorney, I never had uh, interviewed him before, Attorney Dermot Givens, been in the game for decades, not new to this, has been representing um, clients who have been had their rights violated by police, police abuse, um, officer-involved killings, and says this is not completely unheard of to be harassed. But I think the part about coming in and photographing your files that say what your strategy is for winning that case, that I think is next level. So we'll definitely be tracking that. And I was glad to see, you know, it's it got picked up. I saw it was in the griot, even on Fox News. So it, it actually got some national attention. And that should also tell you the ridiculousness of it. Because at this point, I feel like the mainstream media l- learned their lesson from <laughs> 2020. And they are not highlighting the work of Black Lives Matter grassroots or the 33 chapters or even just spontaneous, um, you know, protests or actions around police killings that are not affiliated with any organization. They're for the most part they they're just really not covering it. So I feel like that um, for that to break through, it says a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Um, <sighs> crazy story. You know, some of these things I find hidden or not so hidden, but maybe they're just getting drowned out by louder headlines, but maybe uh, worth paying attention to you yourself. Um, Another scandal with our LAPD uh, regarding naked pictures and um, why are are dog bites going up? Uh, Some experts think it's connected to the pandemic. I'll share that and more with you. And hopefully you call me 809-20-1580 when we come forward exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Your ancestors' favorite radio station. Radio station. And your favorite morning show host. Let's get back to Dominique DePrima right now. Oh, right now. Um, so the we didn't get a chance to talk about this, but while I'm on the LAPD, and let me say this, it's not, you know, it's not that I am anti-police. I am anti-corruption, anti uh anti-anti-blackness, <laughs> anti-racism, and the uh, law enforcement tactics that are being consistently used both in the LAPD and the LASD have to be called out. And uh, somebody's got to do it. We are not the mainstream media. We are the real, uh, real. And so if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be us. So now there's, an, uh, it, it, aside from that, that raid, 
um, call it a raid, uh, faux swatting incident uh, at Attorney Givens, which is under investigation, by the way. According to the LAPD, there is an internal affairs investigation and then whatever that criminal um, probe is going on at the same time. There's also one going on that intimate photos, which means naked in department speak, uh, were being shared on the internet. So, and they are their suspect is a former LAPD officer who is supposedly sharing pictures of a fellow LAPD uh, employee um, online, and that investigation is ongoing. And this is, you know, not the first time. There's been at least three or four similar kinds of scandals at LAPD where, and it's usually, you know, women, uh, pictures of women who are officers or officials in the department um, get circulated online. Um, Officer Brady Lamas, according to the LA Times, was charged in December by the LA County District Attorney with six counts of disorderly conduct for sending naked pictures of his own wife to other officers and colleagues in the LAPD. Is that culture? <laughs> I don't know. And now there's this conversation going on about a woman chief because th- it's been a co- actually been a conversation since last time they picked a chief. Um, but it's also part of the scrutiny of the LAPD as far as the ability of women to move up in the ranks, how high can they go? Well, to me, if you're talking about a culture where passing around naked pictures of um, fellow employees is common, that's going to be, that is going to be a challenge for a woman to lead. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean choose a woman. I know uh, you know, LA Times had a big story a couple days ago about which women are eligible, who's in the pipeline. Probably the most buzzed about is, is uh, uh, I think she's deputy chief now, Tingarides. Um, and she's a black woman who was over community policing. And there's a number of other women, a small number, who um, c- could be in position to be elevated to chief. And, you know, you've got n- numerous things going on. Uh, may the best um, man or woman, m- and by best I mean most humane in their approach, most connected to um, community, not just in the sense of community policing, but in terms of real advocacy groups and the most buy-in with a care-first um restorative justice kind of approach, all of those things. May that person be selected. But you know, if if a woman is selected, they're going to do their whole uh, Claudine Gay dance about the person not being qualified enough. And that to me should not be a reason. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm just, for me, the priority is reform-minded. Reform-minded verifiably. That's the priority. Not just, you know, you, you, it, it looks good for this or that. Not just because they were next in line. Not just because uh, they're, you know, any other factor other than the, where are you on 
rooting out corruption, stopping the killing of black people and Latina people by this department, which consistently ranks among the deadliest in the United States, and really implementing a commitment to a restorative justice model. That's who I would like to see as chief of police. Um, and I know, you know, of course, you know, a woman is is always welcome in any high level position if they know if they um, if they are the best person for the job, which most of the time we are, even when we get passed over for it. Um, would I like a woman president? Yes. Would I like that to be Lauren Boebert? No. You know, I need to know what woman. <laughs> it's not just, would I like to have another black president? Yes. Would I like it to be Claire Ance, Tom Ass? No, I would not. So, you know, there's a whole calculus here. Let's go to Quamel calling us from Gardena. Hello, Quamel. You know, I hardly ever get to talk to you these days. Why like, is that? We're just missing each other, you know. It's really strange, and uh, and I'm sad about that, Mr. Prima. I'm sorry. I Very hope we can work that. this out, you know. Yeah, just, you know, you got, got a lot of space taken up because you got got new features, and, and and everybody's loving them, and you know, it's kind of kind of kind of got me sad because I'm like, I, I thought we were like an exclusive thing. Anyways. Oh, uh, man, I'm <laughs> cheating on you, Quamel. Wow, the accusations are flying this morning. Oh, okay. uh, yes. See, see, this is better living through giving, giving L.A. and the rest of the country good radio. All right. Um, so talk, it's, talk, it's Talking Point Tuesday. Uh, let me put a few things on the table. Um, cause I, got, I got one left coast concern, but let's, 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 go, let's go national for a minute. Okay. Um, yeah, the talking pointy BS that I'm, I've really been uh, getting driven nuts by is this open border business. Because we all know who the main people are that constantly yell the borders are open, open borders, open borders, open borders. And and it's been um, impressed on me that basically they're the ones, as they yell it, uh, they they make uh, it, people from elsewhere think, oh, well, damn, okay, they complain about it, they must really be open. Um, they're, and they're the only ones saying this. They're making this stuff up every single time. And, and you probably heard about that that bill uh, that, that just got killed that I guess Mike Johnson and them were working on, and and it was killed because because Trump wanted something to run on. Yeah, I don't know if it's um, all the way dead, but it's it's in the process of dying precisely for the reasons you said, which is Trump's like, don't give them a win. I need to run on open yeah. borders. <laughs> Exactly, yeah, 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 because uh, you know some of the other shows were kind of saying that there was a whole thing about him, him, him going, hey, wait, wait for me, like you know, wait till wait, wait, wait eleven whole months until till till apparently I'm in office and uh, and then, then y'all can do what you want. Don't give don't give Biden a win. Yeah, and yeah, it's just even though it's really they, would they, be a win for them because a lot of the things they've been asking for are in this bill, including no pathway to citizenship for people who are currently here. And undocumented. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, again, they just—they're just so stuck on their their narrative and and their need to kind of just broadcast. Uh, just, I mean, it, it, it all just seems like a bunch of wanting to see the world burn foolishness coming out of their <laughs> mouths. Uh, 
I had I had another one uh, that the guy was in that same vein. It's it's escaping me at the moment, but um, it, it just just watch, just watching their rhetoric, it, it it shows the need for you know this station here, KBLA, and it, and with the door over on some of the others and over on XM and all that. Um, that you know, as, as we kind of listen to all these and read, you know what what else is out there, um, and you know brothers like FD kind of rebuilding the black left. It's important that we're out there, re, you know, attaching all this and putting together a complete game. And, um, you know, even what, even what Roland Martin was doing, kind of shutting down this Mark Fisher guy, it was supposed to like some Black Lives Matter dude out of Rhode Island uh, right. endorsing Who, Trump. Who's not in Black so, Lives like, Matter at all because they don't endorse people. <laughs> they BLM, uh, yeah. do, individuals oh can endorse people, but the organization has a policy. They don't endorse people candidates so and, or, or, they, or they, they distance himself from that boy with the quickness well he uh, was never I mean, they, there was never a rhode island chapter so <laughs> i mean <laughs> there was never a road anybody can say i'm black lives matter and the new york post will quickly put you in there if you're doing some dirt or or if mm-hmm. you're or if you're acting like an idiot um and they'll say black lives matter you know try it we should do that a bunch of us should just you know, no, we shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Kwamel, uh, you know, since you're mad at me, uh, I think it would be most appropriate for you to stick with me through news traffic and sports and get your points out. We are KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Thanks for waking up with Dominique DePrima on KBLA Talk 1580. I do appreciate you for just that. Kwamel called me at 800-920-1580. You can too. Kwamel, you said you had a list and you started with open borders. And we kind of, you know, got caught up in that one. So let's get the rest of that list. Well, uh, it's not one of those long lists. It's, it's not that I don't have other people to talk to. I'm not one of those, like, you know, old hermits or anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> but nah, nah, you know, it, I, I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, here we go. The infamous NTS is coming. Let me just kind of wait through it. No, but, um, okay, so to the left coast point, um, and, and you being from the Bay, probably a, a little bit kind of uh, disturbed or sad about this as well. Um, I'm really concerned uh, about what's going on up in, up in the town. Um, following hearing that uh, the in and out up there, not that I'm an in and out eater, uh, decided to close down because all of these in and outs perform well, correct? And yeah, that like that's the one they said they singled out and said, "No, nah, no, nah, we, we got to close this puppy," simply because of like the crazy the crazy break in culture. I saw some video that showed where you know Buzz is going, damn. Damn, damn, like as like as like somebody hops out of like an infinity or whatever, just like quickly, like, you know, just like kinda like I don't know, like almost like kinda just just touches the window, like with a with a gentle touch and 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 window shatters on this Kia and, and then they pop the trunk and grab this person's uh suitcase out the back and they drive off. And it is the strangest thing, because again, almost like the smasher grabs, it's that it's that it's it's that sad optic of a lot, a lot of times, it being us, um, and and it's like this, it's similar, sh- this similar shopping center where they are going to raising canes up there, and I remember going up, going up there like a year and a half ago, and it was a certain energy I was feeling, just like I was like, man, I was like, the Oakland about to turn this puppy out, <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? Well, yeah. If you've ever been to raising canes down here, 
uh, generally, you know, I mean, we we know we know we got we know what kind of folks we got down here, but generally, it's just not like that. You can probably leave some stuff up in up in your up in your um, you know, the cabin of your car, and you probably be okay. Like I knew I was to warn my Bay Area folks not to put anything in in the in the visible interior. So I I, I minded that because I said, yeah, like these berry cats is, is, is about their life and turned up and, and hungry to do that. Well, yeah, that's um, the other so thing, Cormel. I mean, the, what's happening in Oakland is you have this gentrification happening where there's, you know, still the poverty that's always been in Oakland. But now it's more like L.A. where it's right next to the Rolls Royces. And, you know, I think that makes that aggravates uh, the situation. Oakland's um, violence numbers are through the roof. Oh my! I'm so I'm so, I'm so sorry to hear that because I mean you know those those are those are brothers and sisters and robbery. Here. I mean they're they're now they're jacking like news crews when they go out to report on the news. <clears throat> They'll take mm-hmm. their cameras and their lights and wow. all their stuff like that. That's a thing now in in Oakland. Crazy. That's 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 crazy. But to the to the talking point point. You know because we because because we I'm, I'm genuinely like like sad Oakland. I'm like yo. Just like uh, like I saw a thing about the Nike store in Watts when somebody did did the whole like thing there, you know, doing all like the little hoodie run through and all that, you know, some cats that live over there said, okay, now nah, we're gonna we're gonna stand up here, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that don't happen again. We want to put a stop to this because we're proud of being from over here. We don't want we don't want this 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 complex that got built. We don't want this ruined. This is beautiful for us over here in Watts. Um, I feel like somebody's got to kind of do the same thing, like step it up. And be like, I no, mean, like, you know, I'm from the Bay and I, I, I love the Bay. But the thing about it is we have had different paths, right? Where here in L.A., we have had a robust gang intervention prevention movement. The, the you know, the resu- the um, the standing up of the grid office, the revolt of the voters calling for care first models and and, you know, We've had some strong uh, political leadership, even though L.A. doesn't get credit. These things mm-hmm. from Villaraigosa to, you know, um, to, to, you know, Antonio Villaraigosa to Steve Bradford. To, to, well, yeah, so we're benefiting from that. And I don't think the Bay Area had that same movement. And I think they are, you know, yeah, you also had these super wealthy tech folks descending with their wealth on full blast pushing people to the tiny corners that they can still afford. Yeah. And so you have a, a you have a combination of a lack of investment in peace, in mm-hmm. communities, coupled with, um, you know, a lack, uh, and I'm not going to say that I track every bit of it, but relative what I can see, a lack of leadership around investing in communities and um, innovative strategies like what we've done here in L.A., and, you know, this is what you get. You cannot just arrest your way out of a situation. That is what I'm concerned about with L.A. because I'm hearing more and more of that old-fashioned BS, uh, law and order rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's the good tie. I'll, I'll leave it with this to the, to the talking point is, you know, then, of course, all the, all, the, all the troll bots, all the goofballs, you know, as, as soon as they see this, the, the, their knee jerk thing is to me to say, "Oh, those Democrats! Oh my God!" Like, like as, yeah. as if, as if, as if we go full on beat red next election, uh, they're, they're just gonna, they're just gonna walk in like, oh, "Okay, we're gonna just 
through this magic sweep, you know, Rudy Giuliani broke the windows and clean everything up. Right. And I'll, I'll be responsible. This one white guy or this one. And who's going to sweep know, black, him up? Uh, because he's exactly. a big criminal. Like, you know, or, or this, or this or this one black trash panda right here. We just, I just come in and, and suddenly it's just magically uh, different. But no, it, it takes a, and, and, and this is my final point. It takes that community saying, no, we, we, we do want to, we do want, you know, a place where we can feel good being in. And we do want this thing to be seen as better, not in the respectability politics way, but because we love the town. But, it, but, but that also has to come, city. it has to come with resources though. You know what I mean? You just can't, Oh, you stand there for free so and guard this beautiful, you know, complex while right. you don't exactly. have decent jobs and resources. And I know, you know, San Francisco has this great uh, Medicare for all thing that they do in the city. But still, you've got this insane level of haves and have-nots. The gap between, you know, the minimum wage worker or the, you know, the unemployed person on assistance and you know, the middle class or so-called middle class and upper class is just so stark. Um, it's, you know, mm-hmm. we have that here too. You see, you know, mm-hmm. the Rolls Royces rolling by the unhoused folks. But I also believe we have invested more in communities and we have to make sure we keep doing that or we're going to be right where they are. And, and, and it kills me because it may, it may Keith Lee run away screaming from the bay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the restaurant reviewer that you were oh talking about. Oh my god! Yeah, that, that yeah that that kid. Yeah, but it wasn't just the bay. It wasn't just the bay. He also ran away from Atlanta, right? <laughs> well, I, I don't mind dunking on the south, but that's just me. yeah because they because I'm, people were getting mad at the reviews. I mean, <laughs> in the bay, what I've noticed is restaurants just going out of out of uh, business right and left and i had we went to a thai restaurant while i was there and the guy was complaining that since the dot-com people left during the pandemic because they could all work from home and they moved to arizona or texas or wherever they moved yeah. uh that they, they don't have the traffic they don't have the business so they're struggling to survive and we're seeing the same thing in la i think it's because of ozempic here that you know so many restaurants are restaurants are closing i think it's monjaro like folks are just not eating like they used to and i can't eat all the food <laughs> like mm. yeah. you, you yeah, know exactly. you notice everybody's skinny all of a sudden all the celebrities are skinny i wish it was me i From wish it Oprah was me on over yeah okay but do you really want to feel surgery do you want to be nauseated <laughs> all day do you want to no, have a, a different relationship with food i don't know well, you know nah, what I shouldn't nah, say I that because if I was if I, I if I gaunt. was really struggling, I'm I might I might consider it. I don't I don't want to be gaunt, but but I thank you for your time. We've got to do this again sometime. Yeah, exactly. we don't be a stranger, Kwame. <laughs> All right, no matter what features we may be featuring on any given day. So uh, to Kwame's point, a man was arrested on suspicion of dealing five million dollars worth of stolen Nike merchandise. This is. Here in L.A., actually in Hawthorne, um, the merchandise was stashed in a warehouse, uh, according to ABC7, in Hawthorne. And um, detectives from the LAPD Commercial Crimes Division Cargo Theft and Organized Retail Crimes Task Force got search warrants in Hollywood where supposedly they saw this guy selling, uh, delivering some of these stolen goods. Um, And he is... He's been arrested. He said they found thousands of pairs of Nikes, plus clothing and accessories. 
and uh, it added up to millions. Well, I think uh, this is what our city attorney, Heidi Felds, uh, Stein Soto, was talking about when she said they need to go to the people that are reselling this stuff. They need to go, if this is in fact organized crime, they need to find the organizers uh, rather than, the, you know, putting all the emphasis on the foot soldiers who are running in, grabbing the merchandise, and see where this pipeline really leads. Um, they booked this guy, Roy Lee Harvey Jr., on suspicion of receiving stolen property, $5 million worth of Nike product. I mean, you know, and you know there's always a market for it because even the gently used or pre-owned uh, shoes are going for big bucks. Um, certain shoes, not all shoes. Don't take off your raggedy pair right now and try to put them on eBay. You know, as for the sneaker sneaker heads, the connoisseurs, um, there's always a robust market. So, um, interesting. But, you know, to me, the answer is not more and more and more task forces. But if you are going to have a task force, at least have them look up the supply chain, not down to the little, uh, you know, rank and file petty criminal, but up to the person that's feeding the, um, feeding the desire for these ill-gotten goods. A great time to call me, 809 I'm Dominique DePrima for KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580 is an intervention. When we come forward, includes you. KBLA Talk 1580, turning pain into power. Power. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. Congratulations going out to Charlie Wilson. Um, it was his birthday yesterday, and he got his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He said it represents not only the journey, but the power of resilience, faith, and unwavering support. Um, apparently, he had a lot of famous friends there, including Snoop, um, Yay, Jimmy Jam, and uh, Babyface all showed up to celebrate Charlie Wilson as he got his star. He also, you know, he's he's um, been nominated for 13 different Grammy Awards. He's got a Soul Train Icon Award. He's got NAACP Music Makes a Difference Award and on and on it goes. Um, not to mention one of the best voices ever. I love me some Charlie Wilson. Um, so congratulations going out to him. I've, I should have been there. I really should have. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do your work, though, right? Um, 809-20-1580, that's the number to call if you got something to say. A really um, interesting article today is LA Times talking about how in the state of California, there is a lot of places named after um, Native Americans that use something that the First Nations indigenous folks consider a slur, and that is the word squaw. It's considered like the B word for um, an indigenous person who's a woman. And so the Native American um, residents um, of California have gotten 
state lawmakers, they've gotten the California governor, including uh, and even some sign off from the feds to start to change these names, to take that name, that slur off of all of these uh, various parks and monuments and things in California. Apparently, though, um, officials in Fresno County are not having it. They want to leave that word there and they're pushing back. The indigenous folks say, hey, look, when you allow these dehumanizations and slurs to run rampantly and be normalized by naming valleys and mountains and such after them, it perpetuates hate crimes and violence against us. Um, and so uh, they are pushing for this to be abolished, This the use of this name. But apparently there's folks um, who say that, you know, we want... It's always this way. It reminds me of the Washington football team. Well, that's our legacy. That's our brand. <clears throat> the blah, blah, blah. We don't mean it that way. You know, it's BS. Because it's not up to you. Call people what they want to be called. You don't, t- you don't get to tell, you know, black folks that we should be honored by the history of N-Word Valley. <laughs> so, you know, you, know you, don't, you don't get to tell that to uh, Native American indigenous folks either. And I, you know, I stand with those, those folks. So LA Daily News had a story about dog bites going up uh, since the pandemic. I guess people aren't, we're not socializing our pups. They're not around as many people, plus a lot of folks who never had dogs and don't have any experience that were lonely and bored, adopted uh, pets during the lockdown phase of the pandemic. And those folks, um, not only they're inexperienced, they uh, didn't socialize the dogs. So dog bites are way up. Um, the dog bite rate um, is up um, significantly. And, and it even started to go up before the pandemic, as it, I guess people don't really... Um, they're not really studying what they need to do to raise a dog. Like when I, I have one, I love my pup, but I got a professional to come and help me train it because I don't want to have one of those pets that, you know, is a menace. Um, and I didn't realize that actually people died from dog bites. It's not that common, but there were almost 100 deaths um, from dog bites in 2022, and that's double um, since 2005. So I say all that to say, you know, when people don't want your dog, when people, when you don't want people's dogs jumping on you, they act like you hate dogs or you're afraid of dogs or whatever. I don't know your pet and I don't want to be bit. I don't know you. I don't know. I don't know how you socialize or train or took care of that, that pup. And I wouldn't let mine just jump on you. So I I just want us to be more mindful. I love my pup. I love dogs, but they are wild animals. Okay, domesticated wild animals. They're still beasts. You still have to, you know, understand and learn the art of taking care of them and training them. You just can't let them be any old way. Let's go to Deb calling us from Compton. Good morning, Deb. Good morning, Dominique. How are you this morning? I'm blessed. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Uh, greetings to uh, the whole KBLA family and listeners and delegation. Good morning. 
we we out here. We're strong. We're making it happen. <laughs> uh, you have a couple of housekeeping items, or as we say on the board, you have some deliverables, Miss Dominique, that you have <laughs> not made good on. Oh, that does not you sound might, good. Am might, I fired? <laughs> no. But but may I elaborate and just yes, please nudge absolutely you. nudge away. <laughs> okay, the first thing is you were going to do a show on these girls out here on Long Beach Boulevard, Figueroa, where they're pretty much everywhere. Oh, now. actually, they're that show is scheduled. That show is scheduled. It it it. It got pushed back because of the election, but that one is on the way. Okay. Yeah, I, I can find the date. Okay, go ahead. What are my other uh, my other failings here? And I, I, I sister need to know. Shoot. Okay. Uh, I am. You're doing a wonderful job with the Freeman Friday. Love it. Uh, but where are the people who are going to get our message out that we are not divided? That we do not dislike one another to the point where as black people we cannot stand so those are your deliverables miss dominique oh okay i know another one but i'm not going to bring it up if you don't okay. <laughs> no but trust and believe okay. I, I i those things that you just said i did not forget about i we had to move the other one uh the human trafficking show that we're doing until after the election because it's mm-hmm. just so hectic getting all these folks, you know, all these folks on um, and making sure that everybody has a chance to do their campaign thing. I'm trying to find a date of it. I th- I don't. OK, <laughs> I don't have the date uh, yet. It was supposed to we were supposed to do, be doing it March 6th. So that may happen. But we're still waiting for a confirmation because we had to move it. But that is definitely coming. We have not forgotten that. And I think it's important, too. I'm glad you brought it up, Deb. Wonderful. And just one last thing. Um, Biden better watch his back. Tricky Haley, that's what I call her, Tricky. Tricky Haley has a plan. And I honestly and truly believe she is going to stay in this race to see if Donald Trump can get enough conviction to where people really begin to break away from him enough for her to make it to that finish line. And if she makes it to that finish line, Dominique, I have to tell you, I am not a Tricky Haley fan at all. Nor am I, no. But the thing about it is she she has to have money to get there. And I don't know if the, it looks like the donors are starting to line up in, you know, 45's camp. Because they don't want to be with a Lou who's or her. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's not a bad strategy if she does it. But I don't think she's, I think she's going to run out of money. That's what I think. That, well, that would, that would be the key if she ran out of money. But yeah. if she does it the money i think the white female caucasians however you want to uh identify them i think they are going to break for her in large numbers Mm, i really do well it could happen i mean especially if we keep getting these terrifying stories of women um dying nearly dying being prosecuted for managing their own health care their own pregnancies Right. And unfortunately, you know, I think it's enough of the cons- 
conservative one. The diehard conservative, you know, mm-hmm. evangelist, if you know, that's what you want to identify them as. I think they would really break um, for her. And and I don't know. Biden would be in, in a race. He'd be in a real race. I don't think he's in a real race with Trump. I really don't. You don't think Trump has I a think, chance? Wow. I love your optimism. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I'm worried it, about a second Trump term. I, I really am. I'm worried about the possibility of, oh, my goodness. Worry is not even a strong enough word yeah. to say, you know, what, what I feel. I, I just think when it comes to Trump, because he has brainwashed so many people, and unfortunately, we have so many disgruntled young people. Yeah. See that—that's my concern. okay. We got to leave it there, Deb. You're going to have to call me <laughs> okay. back. Uh, time for news, traffic, and sports on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty.